Hello and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the August 31st edition of Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. I'm Coach Alan DeRitter. I'm the head soccer coach at Double Sal uh, for the boys and girls, and uh, also director of coaching and soccer innovations. We're going to start our operations back up tomorrow. So we pray in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Take our thanks for letting us have this show. Pray that the show will be able to be a help to all the people who are in need right now in Lake Charles. And, um, and uh, into southwest Louisiana, and also the areas of western Louisiana that that uh, that dealt with uh, all of the destruction of these trees falling on their houses and the schools being damaged. Pray that uh, that uh, this show could be of help uh, to all of them. In Christ's name, we pray. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so yes, we're going to talk to Jason Ortling. Uh, those of you who are in the soccer community, uh, I don't need to introduce him. For those of you who are not, he's gonna, he's a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, um, I think I, I forgot, I lost how many state championships this guy's won uh, at St. Louis. I think it's uh, I think it's definitely over nine. I think it's like thirteen. I mean, he's just a legend. Uh, I would really love. Uh, uh, if his if the younger coaches who are out there would be emulating him and his style of coaching and the way that uh, he gets the most out of his players, and now they've been dealt with a blow, uh, and, and so I, I try I tried to reach out to him so he could reach out to us and tell us how could we be more more effective? You know, like just is it donating money they need or what do they need from us? And I think that we need to respond to, to their needs. I think it's uh. You know, I just got word from LHSAA that everything's on time uh, for soccer. And uh, uh, but having said all that, uh, the way I see everything in Lake Charles, uh, uh, I don't know how it's being reported where you live, but the way it's, the way I see it, um, it looks to me that they're not going to be ready for soccer to start, and and uh, unless they get some tremendous help, and and I'd hate uh, for soccer to be fragmented. Um, uh, I would like to see that we could have a full season, and it, w- it wouldn't be the same without uh, the Lake Charles area, and especially the tournament that's out there. I, I love that tournament. I think uh, um, when Brother Martin, when I was first building it, uh, when we finally got off on our feet, it was because of that tournament. Um, it's kind of changed in a while uh, with the with the power rankings, uh, taking away from how many games you get to play and how much pressure you're under in the games, you know, but it's still um, um, one of the best tournaments uh, to go to. Uh, and and it would be a shame if if, if they go through what we went through uh, with Katrina. And so I don't know about y'all from the New Orleans area. I am fully tired of talking about Katrina. PTSD all weekend long and uh, I've been watching and then it really stung to see everybody suffering in, in uh, Lake Charles with Laura. What a monster of a hurricane that, that turned out to be. So anyway, um, I'm not going to steal his thunder, but I, I do think that we need to listen attentively. And uh, we all know, know how to get in touch with each other, and uh, we need to do that. We need to stay, stay in touch 
with the, with the coaches that we know over there and uh, and make sure that their needs are met and make sure that uh, we're there for them, okay? Um, especially as we start to turn the corner. Good news for all of the people um, in, in the soccer world. It's looking like we're going to be – I mean, the momentum right now is for hopefully us to be in phase three on September 11th. Okay, uh, that's what we're hoping. Uh, the grumblings out there are that we will be able to at least move forward uh, with playing games at 11 on 11. And and so anyway, I wanted to pass that good news on to you. I can't confirm that this is official. I just, uh, I, I just, the people I've been talking to, they're very, the confidence is high that our soccer season isn't going to be affected. But I'm going to tell you, it's going to be affected because football won't finish till January. And, uh, and that will have a direct impact on a lot of programs. Mine, mine definitely included in that number. Anyhow, uh, let's not cry over the, the minor problems we have. The major problems on Lake Charles really, really are, are much more serious. So let's put our attention and our efforts into that tonight on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. When we come back after the break, we'll be talking to Coach Ortling. Uh, um, and anyhow, uh, we'll see you after the break. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Monday Night Football. We're here with now legendary coach Jason Ortling, uh, live from uh, Lake Charles. Welcome to the show, Coach. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate that call. Well, look, all, everybody in the states listening. Uh, how, let's let's go right to the chase. How can we help y'all directly right now? Uh, right now, I mean, we we're starting to get some some help from Red Cross and and some of the other. Uh, Places that within the government. Uh, just right now, I guess the, the biggest thing is prayers because it's rough. Uh, you know, our, our community is. Uh, you know, we went through Rita 15 years ago, and and this is definitely much worse. I'd say it's five times as bad. Just I don't think there's hardly a house uh, or building in Lake Charles that hasn't been touched by the hurricane. So uh, it's. It's pretty overwhelming and disheartening uh, right now, but uh, you know everybody's everybody's really helping each other right now. Are they talking about bringing FEMA trailers in? We we've seen a few. I mean, I I haven't seen anything. You know, uh, I haven't seen the normal that I was hoping and that I was expected. I don't know uh, what the delay was, but I, I think they're starting to. To get more more people in and, and more help, but it's uh, you know the first few days it just kind of felt like uh, Lake Charles was in well Southwest Louisiana. It's kind of like we were on our own, and then a few days later uh, people started to to come in. I think uh, I think because of the fact that we didn't get the storm surge like we had in Rita, people thought that we were lucky, and uh, and yeah, we were lucky that we didn't get the storm surge. But when uh, when the whole city gets leveled and, and you know, the buildings are, you know, all of them have water damage or roof damage or, you know, uh, the fallen trees. Uh, you know, we're lucky in some ways, but in other ways, uh, it was so much more attractive. It looks like, you know, I'm talking to you from New Orleans, so we wanted to really get get a local perspective on it. It's looking to us like all the high schools are going to be shut down indefinitely. Is, is that what it's everything's looking like with St. Louis and everybody else? Uh, it's going to be tough uh, over the next few weeks. Uh, you know, we all we all have goals. Uh, luckily, St. Louis is a is a one to one school, so we have computers. Although 
Uh, it's kind of ironic, you know, all the all the capture care schools as well as St. Louis, our first day of school was going to be the 24th, was the Monday that we started all, that, that everybody started evacuating. So in reality, no capture care schools, St. Louis, none of us have actually even been to school, uh, you know, since uh, since uh, COVID-19 broke out. So uh, that's going to make it even more difficult. Uh, St. Louis, I can't speak for everybody, but I know that it looks like it's going to be at least a month. Uh, St. Louis took some really bad damage. Uh, we're hoping that we can still go virtual in the next few weeks. Um, but I know that uh, I know that's happening a lot, especially when no one has electricity or a Wi-Fi or anything, you know, or even water. You know, uh, most most people don't have water either. So it's uh, it's going to be a big ask for us to get back in the next few weeks. But we're definitely going to try. Yeah, like the people here, uh, like I've I, I had a few storms pass over me when I was in New Iberia and having no running water for a week or two is just, it's hard, hard, hard. You know, are they bringing in potable water to y'all now? I mean, they're, they're doing, you know, they're having uh, water at some of the some of the places for people to pick up, ice for some of the places uh, people to pick up. Uh, but I, I agree. I mean, it's, you know, electricity, not having electricity is bad, but I think not having water is even worse. Uh, you know, in Lake Charles, I think they, you know, I don't know how many water distribution tanks they had for the city, but all of them received damage, and a couple of them were were leveled to the ground. So uh, so I'm hoping, I, I keep on hearing that some people are starting to get a little bit of water, uh, you know, in, in their houses. So I'm, I'm hoping that, that that comes around because, yeah, I agree. You can... Right now, I'm outside, even uh, you know, because it's so hot inside. But uh, you can get a breeze every once in a while, but not having water, it's, it's tough to come back from that. Look, we were blessed with Katrina to have twenty, you know, blanket coverage on on our radio stations. Do y'all have that here, or like you have a center source of information where y'all can find out where the MREs are? Or do y'all even have MREs yet? Right, we we do. They they have MREs, and and they've been trying to. To get everything, uh, you know, out to the community. Our local radio station, KPLC, actually uh, took some major damage as well. You know, they got their their antenna fell on the entire building, so they're uh, they're broadcasting out of Baton Rouge right now and, and doing their best. And if we, you know, if you can have, you can get some Wi-Fi every once in a while. You can kind of catch the broadcast, and and they're making a, you know, doing a good list of where to find different things and. Uh, I can't say nothing about some of the church groups and uh, different organizations. You know, they're they're having there's different times where you can come by and pick up a meal and, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, they're dispersing that information as best as they can. You think the soccer community should be given to the Red Cross, or should we be given like to like I noticed that your website for St. Louis has a has a donation button. What, you, what would you rather us do? <laughs> well, I mean, personally, I mean, I don't want to be selfish because uh, there's so many people in need. Uh, so I think anything, you know, that, that anybody can contribute, obviously, St. Louis, I think I think we've probably received a little bit more destruction than than anybody. So it's going to be it's going to be a little ways back for us. Uh, you know, so any help uh, would be greatly appreciated. But I also don't want to keep anybody from uh, donating to, to the Red Cross or or any of the other charities that are being set up uh, for, for all the, the schools and then the and, you know, churches and everything else over here. 
Look, we have a lot of people uh, in hotels uh, here in New Orleans that evacuated. Uh, uh, is is the popu- is the population of the city coming back strong, or is it trickling in? Uh, I mean, it, it's it's coming in. Uh, you know, we were evacuated to Lafayette because I didn't want to get too far because I wanted to come back as soon as uh, as soon as we could. Uh, so the traffic spin you know was really bad the, the first couple of days trying to get back, and I think everybody's still uh, kind of looking and leaving. I think you know I would I don't know how much of the population is here, but I would say the majority is not in Lake Charles. I would say, uh, you know, most of the people have come in and kind of looked at what's going on and, and tried to, you know, get an estimate and then left again, because uh, once again, I mean, who wants to stay in a house that's 90 degrees and stay outside in 90 degrees with no water uh, and no, you know, no, uh, no good things in, in the near future. So it, it, we might be like that uh, for a month. So I think most of the people are kind of looking and reading that they are coming in. But there are you know, quite a few people that are here, just, I'd say, less than half the population. Yeah, it's the week or two after the storm that's the hardest. People in the media, they don't understand that, you know, and it's just the heat, the heat, the heat, you know. Um, uh, now, are, are y'all, like, at this stage during the hurricane, Katrina time, we were trying to get people out of the city. It looks like the opposite's happening with y'all. People are trying to get in the city except for the hospital, right? Right, right. I mean, because we didn't, we didn't receive the storm, uh, storm surge like y'all did. So, uh, you know, the, the most, most of the thing is just literally cleaning up and picking up the pieces. So, uh, you know, to do that, we've got to have people here. Um, like I said, um, you know, I, yeah, I initially thought that our house was pretty unscathed. You know, we had a bunch of uh, shingles off and roof damage and uh, and kind of came in and checked it that first day and didn't think anything of it. And then luckily came to the next day when it was pouring down raining and, and found combined. I had water all over my house and, and leaking and quickly got a tarp on it. Uh, thank goodness for, you know, actually uh, <laughs> kind, of, kind of my wife kind of made a, a health SOS plea to so anybody on Facebook and luckily a bunch of my soccer kids showed up uh, a couple hours later and talked my house. Uh, so, awesome. you know, today, you know, I was lucky enough. We had, uh, had about 20 kids uh, from St. Louis that went around uh, cleaning up teachers' houses and, and helping cut trees and, and all that. So it's incredible. I mean, you know, uh, these things are obviously show show the community and, and show the, the kindness and generosity that people have, but uh, you know it's still being tough. Uh, Do you so, think? Um, and believe strongly in, in, in God and everything, but uh, and it, it never gives us too much, uh, you know, or more than 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 we can uh, handle. But uh, <laughs> this one's been pretty tough to handle. No, that's a big cross. We were talking about that in the gospel yesterday. That. You know, everybody gets crosses right now. Y'all got a huge one. Do you think it's too early for, like, a lot of our coaches here uh, have kids who uh, need service hours. Do you think it's too early for caravans and kids to be coming in to help uh, from outside of Lake Charles? I mean, I think they're, they're, they're kind of getting all the streets clean. I think that was the big thing the first couple of days was uh, there were wires everywhere and, and trees everywhere. But uh, they've kind of got a lot of the trees off the main route. So uh, I don't think it's too early. Uh, I just don't know, you know, where 
where I would send you and, and, and where to go. Uh, you know, because that's the other thing is some of those places that you would help, you know, even St. Louis, I know that we're going to go tomorrow and, and try to get things out of the classrooms and, and try to clean up a little bit. But, you know, you got to make sure that some of those places are structurally sound too because we, we took so much damage. But uh, I'm sure that any help would be greatly appreciated. Okay. Is there a need right now of clothing or is that a low priority right now? Um, I, I think that's, that's definitely a priority, but it's, it's kind of low on the list compared to all the things, other things that we're going through. Okay. Uh, have you heard anything about Calcasieu Soccer Club? Like, how are the fields out there? Uh, I've been going by. You know, the fields are actually uh, only about five minutes from my from my house, uh, so I haven't gone by. Um, but I haven't heard any major things. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the good thing is that you know, ninety percent of, of soccer is an open field and grass, and uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that the goals are are not too badly damaged. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it's just a matter of us, you know, getting back to to some type of normalcy. Uh, you know, we were all all dealing across the state with the with the COVID uh, restrictions and, and trying to get back to just kicking a soccer ball and playing a game and, and all that. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be a little bit behind, but I'm hoping that that maybe the club there's not too much damage to where, you know, maybe we can, you know, even if it's not in my job, we can get these kids uh, in Lafayette or Baton Rouge in New Orleans uh, going to a tournament and playing a, playing a soccer game. I think that would mean so much for the for the mentality of, of especially these kids that are, that are going through this. As an adult, it is difficult to deal with. I can't imagine dealing with it as a, as a little kid. Uh, you know, and I've got a U13 team that I'm so proud of and, I love coaching and, uh, and it's just tough, tough. So I'm, I'm hoping we can get them back on the field as soon as possible. So you're not really thinking of kids starting to uh, enroll in schools in Lafayette then? Yeah, everybody's pretty much bent on trying to get things reopened there? I, I think that's you know, definitely what we're trying to do. Um, I, I also see, you know, if your kids are, you know, some of those kids are out of uh, – out in Lafayette or Baton Rouge or, you know, uh, my, my daughter's in Slidell with, with my wife, uh, you know, we're, we're thinking about maybe just going to school for a couple couple weeks uh, and then once St. Louis returns and then we'll come back here. Because uh, I think, like I said, you know, the kids in Tuxedo Parish haven't had school in six months. So, uh, so I definitely can understand maybe just even getting back to some type of normalcy in Lafayette and Baton Rouge and then when we're open every year, just come on back. Okay, I hate to ask you this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. You think this is going to cancel the showcase? No, not if I have anything to do with it. All right. Um, you know, to, me, <laughs> to me, that's, yeah, that, that's one of those things that, uh, you know, I was even worried about with, with COVID and, and, you know, teams wanting to travel and all that, but, uh, you know, that's something that, that I just want to kind of continue. I want to, you know, keep keep doing that. And, uh, you know, those are the things that, that just remind you how uh, how special soccer is when you get those coaches and those kids together. I can't tell you how many how many coaches have reached out to me just checking on me and, and coaches that, that we've had battles with. You know, coaches that I didn't, I didn't know if they liked me or not because, we, you know, we've had some tough games and all that, and it is just – uh, the soccer community is such a special group of people, and I just can't say enough about you know, my fellow coaches and peers. Uh, I am so grateful that 
that I'm a part of. Okay. And uh, you got the mic. Anything else you want to say to everybody out there who's who's feeling bad for you right now? No, just like I said, keep us in your prayers. Uh, I really hope, uh, I, I don't know how much coverage this is getting around the state, but uh, we're definitely in need, and uh, and it's not going to stop for the next uh, few months. So uh, whatever you can do, uh, and like I said, even if it's just prayers, those are incredible. Uh, and any other uh, help that you can do to the whole community, not just the families, but to anybody in our community is greatly appreciated. And, uh Okay, awesome. Well, you can count on our support uh, at my school, and I'm sure all the schools, people who are listening, it's an easy, it's an easy one-two punch just to get the kids motivated and get donations out your way. And uh, I hope y'all can get back to normal soon. But it's it's a slow it's a slow road, and and I I just hope that uh, everybody continues the support when everything becomes, you know, like starts to get old. Like you're saying, the uh, the coverage. Right now, over here, is too low, I think. This kind of moved me to do this show about y'all uh, to make sure that y'all got coverage. And the longer it goes, the less coverage is going to happen. And, and we got to make sure that doesn't happen, you know. So we're going to do our best over here on Monday Night Football. Yeah, well, I really appreciate it, Coach. I know uh, I understand people move on and things move on, but uh, we're, kind of, uh, we're kind of stuck right now uh, for the next month or so. So, uh I appreciate you bringing some light and, and helping uh, our area. So thank you. And it's, it's greatly appreciated by, by me and, and everybody here. And if you need more, just, uh, you know how to get in touch with us. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. God bless you. Take care. Man, that was absolutely painful to listen to. Uh, y'all, everybody who knows soccer, they know St. Louis and they know coach Ortling and how tough he is. And, uh, and, uh, that's really uh, one of the trademarks of a St. Louis team is that uh, you are not going to have an easy game with them. Even if they have no talent, uh, his work ethic translates to his kids. And uh, and I promise you, that whenever the deadline is set, when they have to get back, he'll be two days ahead of it. But I just want to just reiterate to everybody who is listening, especially um, if you've never been through this before, um, all of you in the north – and uh, I've been noticing how y'all been helping out. And uh, and really, yo, uh, Baton Rouge, you know, I know Gustav was tough and all, but it's just, you know, the, seeing the pictures that's coming out of Lake Charles of uh, of just, you know, these houses have got to get totally rebuilt from the inside out, you know. Uh, they didn't get the water, but they got the wind, and the wind is still a significant factor. And every hurricane's got a personality. Every hurricane's got a personality. And uh, uh, and to just look at one and say, well, we've been through this one, so we'll be okay through that one. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say stuff like that and then regretted it after it came. And and uh, you just don't know how a hurricane's going to hit. And I think everybody was looking for a cat, too, and this thing turned into a four. And uh, what a monster it was. And so, y'all, look, we need to give to the Red Cross. But I do suggest uh, um, going to the school's uh, uh, websites um, and and seeing if you get directly um, money directly uh, sent there, especially, you know, I'm sure that some of the coaches maybe lost equipment. You know, he didn't really talk about that. And I'm sure they're going to reevaluate. But, you know, any kind of coaching gear that we have – and the like, uh, I think. I think uh, with everything starting, and look, I talked to the state Friday, and they're looking like we're going to start on time. 
Okay. Uh, without any uh, any kind of like COVID interruptions, it looks like we're good to go. And and so uh, that's just right around the corner. Okay. And and so as he gets back to school and all, all the other coaches get back to school, they're going to find out what they have and what they don't have. And I'm, I'm suspecting. I don't know about y'all, but I don't care if they have the goals anchored. I mean, 150 mile hour wins. I mean, they're going to have some damaged goals. Uh, I'd be surprised if they're not all damaged. So, unless they disassembled them, and I, I don't know about y'all, but for a cat two, I wouldn't disassemble my goals, and uh, I didn't disassemble mine with this cat one coming. But uh, a cat four is a different animal, a uh, way different animal. As everybody got a chance to. Uh, to see. So look, every every one of these uh, schools in the Lake Charles area has a website. Go to these websites and maybe uh, uh, I know the Red Cross is a good is a good uh, um, avenue. That's what our school's donations are going to go to. But uh, I'm going to wait and kind of see what uh, what St. Louis needs. Barb, Lagrange, you know, uh, Sulphur uh, also, um, and and maybe we can be direct assistance for them, especially with equipment and balls. Okay, all of us have a budget we can we can play around with, and maybe we can. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but I'm making my equipment order this week coming up. Maybe we could order a little extra, you know, and send it down that way. Okay. So this is my my two cents with it, and uh, don't forget they were spiking COVID back there, and and right now from the pictures I see, I don't think anybody's worried about COVID, and so that could hit them also uh, to to after the schools are rebuilt and they start to sit out, and uh, we hate to see that happen. What a year! I don't I think 05 was worse, okay, uh, in the New Orleans area, uh, but it looks like in in. Lake Charles, the uh, the uh, chapter's not written yet, and and so we need to do our best to make sure that whatever they're they're going through, uh, we can lighten their cross and lighten their load. Oh well, hopefully we'll be um, we'll be keeping you up to date throughout throughout the month um, as to how things are going with uh, Lake Charles, and uh, and definitely our prayers are with them. I like to close with a prayer. All right, and uh, and I hope to see y'all next week on Monday Night Football. But let's close in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, please help uh, help the uh, region of uh, um, of Southwest Louisiana be able to recover. Please help us to be able to find out what we need to do to help them, and please help us not to be lazy in the process. Help us to act and continually act until this problem is solved. Um, we thank you for your graces and your goodness, and and uh, we know that. Um, that uh, you've given the whole world freedom and this is, you know, you don't want people to suffer, um, but it's up to us to be able to get your hand uh, to the people who are in need. And so help us be able to do so. And uh, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. This is Coach Alan DeRitter. Hopefully going to see you next week on Monday Night Football. Carpentine in Christ. And may God bless you and your family.